Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back, Penn State fans, to a brand new edition of the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. I'm Greg Pickle. Ryan Snyder joins me, as he does every week when we sit in for T. Frank, who, of course, is producing for us on the BWI Daily to talk a little bit of recruiting. And, Ryan, it is Blue-White Week. Happy Blue-White Tuesday to you. Obviously, Penn State will be wrapping up spring practices on Saturday inside of Beaver Stadium. That will start at 2 p.m., the annual scrimmage, or mostly annual scrimmage anyway. And, Ryan... I don't know about you, but I am interested to see what the weather looks like. As you heard from <laughs> Frank on Monday, but we're going to be updating you daily on the BWI Daily about what lies ahead. And so far, so good. Maybe a little bit of rain in the morning. But other than that, Ryan, this looks to be the kind of day where if you were a recruit and the, the family member of his or a coach of his, uh, I can't imagine that the morning showers are going to deter too many uh, players from making it to campus and checking out what will be the first spring for uh, Manny Diaz and Stacey Collins, of course, the second for Mike Yersich, and uh, the ninth total spring for James Franklin, but the eighth with actually a blue-white game. Yep. Just real quick on the weather, Seven, man. Actually, it is. Four, Seven, so we got – 40, we got a 43% chance of rain at 8 a.m., and then it drops to 15% chance at noon, right? So, I mean, it looks like it will be truly morning showers, and uh, that is my weather forecast for today, April 19th. But, no, it looks like it will be great weather, of course. Uh, this is going to be a huge list, as it always is. Uh, I think, I mean, what, it's been two years. Has it been two years or one year? I can't remember. We met, we missed it last year. Do we have one in 2019? Or I guess 2019. We did, 2020. yeah. 2019, yes. 2020, there was no spring practice. 2021, yeah. Penn State opened up the last two or one of the last handful of spring practices to mm -hmm. the media and also to select students and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, first time since 2019 since the blue for the blue-white game went rather, which feels a little bit strange, but is nonetheless true. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up my old list. I don't. I wish I had it on me. I should have pulled it up earlier. But uh, I mean, I think I think for 2019, it was. I don't know. It wasn't 100. It wasn't like the the whiteout game or anything like that. But it's uh, you know 70, 80 strong with probably 20 plus quality scholarship kids. So uh, I would expect nothing different. I mean, we we've already got a handful of guys confirmed. Of course, Caden Proctor is a is a massively uh, highly coveted offensive tackle who's expected and a massive to be up here Friday. Person. Yeah, yes. a master you saw him. Yeah. Did you see him at Iowa when you went out there for the Iowa game? You're on the sidelines with him. Yeah, I mean, you, you've seen him up close. Of course, Tony Rojas was supposed to be here last weekend. He's uh, planned to be back here, and yep. uh, you know, a bunch of commits, and and we'll have a full list. I mean, T. Frank and I will will get into that on Friday, but uh, I would expect. I mean, if if it's less than 20 quality prospects there, um, yeah. I'd be surprised. 
No, no doubt about it. We'll get into a little bit of that at the end of this edition. But first, we're going to move on to some recruiting news that is good news for Penn State. And it could be very good news by the end of this week if you're listening to us on Tuesday, April 19. Jamil Lyons, a, a player we've talked about quite a bit here on the BWI Daily Show, whether it's the recruiting one or otherwise, uh, he's changed his announcement date. So he was supposed to announce a little bit later this year. He has now bumped things up to the end of this week, which is quite the change. Mm -hmm. And Ryan, he does so coming off of two consecutive trips to Penn State this month, and he's been here three times overall. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about this on the last pod, right? I mean, just how hard is it really going to be for him to make it that whole way, uh, which, you know, originally, what was it, like August 2nd or 3rd or something, somewhere in that yep. ballpark? Fourth. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> of course, I got it all wrong there, but uh, close Anyway, but uh, yeah, I mean, just Penn State's been a Penn State's been a massive favorite here for a long time, and I always thought, just really, is he going to wait three plus months, four plus months, whatever it is? And uh, as we've come to learn, that's not going to be the case. Jamil was just here on Monday. He came up with a handful of uh, teammates from Roman Catholic, including Tysir Denmark, who's going to probably be the or probably the second best uh, recruit for twenty twenty four behind Quentin Martin. And uh, hey, whenever you have uh, a prospect tweeting. Um, on the drive home from a visit uh, that he's planning to commit within a couple of days, I think all signs point to Penn State there. I, I don't think I've ever seen a recruit drive home from a visit, uh, tweet that they're going to commit and then not commit to the school they just were visiting. So should be number 10 for the Nittany Lions here coming up here later this week. I'm going to have to rack my brain about that. I feel like there's probably been maybe one or two examples over the last handful of years. But, yeah, it's quite rare. Uh, Penn State's done a really nice job in this recruitment. And, you know, I think it probably – we're going to get to talk to him on Wednesday night. Uh, but Terry Smith is a guy who has really – uh, at least in my opinion, you can give yours here in a second, done a nice job getting into Philadelphia and putting Penn State in front of Philadelphia guys. And look, there's a difference down there, right? You have guys that play at the St. Joe's Preps and the Archbishop Woods, which is just outside of Philly, that those are private schools. Then you have the public schools. Um, you know, you also have Roman Catholic, which of course is where Jimmy Lyons plays. So there's a lot to navigate down there. I think sometimes in the past, Ryan, it was simple to say, well, maybe Penn State's not having that much success in Philadelphia, but Philadelphia is certainly a multi-layered place uh, for any program to try and recruit. Yeah, I mean, Emits have some, obviously massive. St. Joseph's right. Prep's obviously massive. Um, and, and, you know, there, there's a bunch of other schools. I mean, Roman, Roman Catholics now have got some pretty good quality. Uh, Newman Garetti. Uh, Penn State hasn't gotten anybody from Garetti yet, but they're starting to, to add some quality players. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a deep, deep. I mean, I, I think Philadelphia is better than Pittsburgh now. And I think it's been that way for a little while. And yeah. it's, mm -hmm. you know, it only seems to be growing in disparity as far as the, the overall talent. Now, of course, our right. people are going to be watching this and they're going to they're going to be uh, arguing that, of course, with guys like Rodney Gallagher and Tamir Robinson and some other guys. But I think when you look over the course of the last five, six, seven years, um, Philadelphia is now the, the deeper city uh, as far as talent. Yeah, and so Penn State obviously recruits both, both very hard. Uh, Rodney Gallagher, by the way, is looking at dropping his top eight soon, so keep an eye out for that at bluewhiteillustrated.com. And also stay tuned for the latest on Jameel Lyons announcement. That's going to come Friday at 1 p.m., and we'll have you covered whether he picks Penn State like we expect or otherwise 
at bluewhiteillustrated.com. Ryan, another thing that was on the website this week is the fact that Penn State has a new on-three consensus five-star recruit. Alex Birchmeyer has been committed to the Denton Lions for quite some time now, and with the latest on-300 update, which we'll get into next, uh, he moved into that group of players that uh, carry five-star status now in the consensus, and I think we can both agree that it is well-earned a player that Penn State fans should be thrilled about, and uh, obviously our scouts and scouts across this industry have been pretty excited about it as well. Yeah, uh, number 33 uh, by on three now, and that, that hadn't really changed. Um, he's been number 23 from from 24-7, number 40 from Rivals, and number 70 for ESPN. I think I think the ESPN update um, is what kind of bumped that up a little bit, but also uh, as, as our – 2023 rankings grow you know they'll they'll continue to add more four or more five-star players to get it up to that 32 here uh, they kind of just gradually add to it and that and that's the biggest thing i mean he was always um sitting in those 20 range mm-hmm. that 20 range uh in the consensus so he was always on pace to to be a five-star player it was just kind of the growth uh as right. as we go through this cycle so uh, i i personally think he will end a five-star i don't see any reason why he would drop out of that uh, right. To me, he's the. I, I mean, I've, I've talked about this before. I think Javon Williams is a great player. There's so much to work with. I think Alex Birchmeyer is the more polished player at the moment. And of course, when we do these ratings, or I don't do them personally, but you know, our staff does them. Um, you know, that we're looking at potential, right? And that's why Javon's so high because of some of his track and field numbers that we see. Some of that athleticism is is just. There's a lot to be excited about, right? Uh, but when you when you really watch the film uh, and, and you look at how polished Birchmeyer is. Um, there, there's no doubt in my mind right now that, that that he's currently, I think, Penn State's best player in this class. I mean, Jay, like I said, I, Javen's not far behind, in my opinion. Uh, but Birchmeyer, man, he, he's got everything you want right now. Birchmeyer, two-time state wrestling champ in Virginia, also obviously a highly decorated football recruit, which is a sport he's going to play at the next level. Ryan, it just goes to show you that, you know, for all of the – and I know that, look, I, I get that what I'm about to say comes with the caveat that – these guys won't be on campus for another year and really won't be able to make an impact probably at least for two. In most cases, that's how it goes anyway. But uh, Penn State's doing a really nice job here in this cycle with offensive linemen. They need to continue to do that and obviously hang on to these guys. But they're at a point now where almost everyone committed to them uh, probably has more of a chance of going up than going back before everything is said and done. You would think. Uh, I mean, I can't really think. I mean, I think Josh Miller is still incredibly underrated. I mean, I have (laughs) – I have. I just had just when these rankings came out yesterday. I had somebody from last text me and was like, "Man, you, you guys are sleeping on Josh still." And and I and I totally uh, agree with that. Um, you know, I I think right now Josh is still considered a three star. And um, do I think he's a top one hundred player or anything like that? No, but I I definitely think Josh Miller should should be considered for uh, a four star. And uh, you know, we we just got to get our guys to to get out there and, and hopefully see him at some point. He wasn't able to go to some of the camps we attended. Of course, we were at Under Armour. We were hoping. Uh, he would be at Under Armour, but he wasn't able to make it there. So uh, hopefully Josh is uh, able to, to, you know, either get up here to Penn State and we can collect some film or whatever it may be. But uh, Josh is a guy that I, I really think deserves a, uh, an upgrade. And, and hopefully with time, our scouts will be able to, to give them the look that uh, they need to, to do that. 
Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I do want to apologize. I think we're having some mic feedback issues potentially. So do apologize if you are catching some of those. We're working to iron that out. But uh, speaking of guys who have a chance to move up or move down, unfortunately, some guys will. It's just the way it works. Uh, the new On 300 is out for the class of 2023. I think if you go back and listen to, and you can find it at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Blue White Illustrated, we had On 3 National Scouting Director Charles Power on the first show we did uh, when we came over with on three and you know one of the things that was talked about then was how the ranking updates were probably going to be a little bit uh they would happen more frequently than what fans were used Mm -hmm. to in the past and i think we've certainly uh seen that play out here so look i think the biggest thing is and you can find all of this rundown at bluewhiteillustrated.com but a lot of guys at penn state is after there's over 40 of them that they're targeting in the uh on 300 they didn't really move that much i mean some guys dropped a little bit some guys moved up a little bit but Ultimately, Ryan, there was not a ton of movement here uh, in the new On 300, but I wanted to at least bring it up. And you can find that, of course, mm-hmm. at On3.com or BlueWhiteIllustrated.com. Anything really notable to you about this update? Cam Seldon moved down quite a bit. That, that's a guy I want to learn more about. I need to get in touch with Charles to to have uh, just some just some quality info on why that was. Um, I think I think I mean just from my talks with Charles. Before I saw what the updated Reiki was, I, he's just trying to learn more on him. And I, I think he was worried that he had him a little bit too high uh, with such limited information. I mean, there, there's right. I, I think Charles and, and from what we see uh, is very impressed with him. Um, but again, I mean, all we have is huddle film and he's playing against teams like that, you know, players that just aren't even close to his level uh, right. of talent. You know, so if he if he was doing some of the things he's doing at one of those massive, you know, Washington DC programs or, or wherever it may be. Uh, I, I have no doubts that that ranking probably wouldn't have changed. I think he was bumped down mainly yeah. just because we may have gotten ahead of ourselves there a little bit, which is such limited information, but, but like you said, I mean, not really much has changed. I mean, Devin Hobbs is a notable player who, who went from unranked uh, to inside the on 300 Hobbs was actually just at Penn state on Monday. I wish I had more on him. He's not one of those guys that likes to talk very much, as I'm learning here over the last 24 hours. So, uh, but he's a quality offense, or excuse me, quality defensive tackle prospect from Concord, North Carolina, 6'5", 240. Uh, Penn State only offered him under a month ago. Uh, so the yeah. fact that he just got on campus is is good to see. And, uh, you know, I know Ty Howell's working on him. Ty Howell uh, does a great job in, in North Carolina. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, one other person is Olwatosin Babalade, of course. Penn State just offered him. We talked about him a lot after the Under Armour camp, the the big DeMatha uh, offensive tackle who was just excellent uh, down there in Baltimore. I have talked to Olu. I I think actually they, everyone calls him Tosin, actually. I call him Olu just because I had a friend named Olu with Tosin back in the day. But uh, it's I think Tosin's really his nickname. But anyway, I think Penn State just kind of offered too late here. I'm not saying he won't come up and visit again. Uh, there, there does seem, you know, some relationship building there, but just – I didn't leave that talk thinking like, okay, this is a massive offer for him. He's going to be interested now. I left that top thinking, or the, I left that talk uh, thinking that he kind of feels like Penn State kind of maybe slept on him a little bit too long, and that doesn't mean yeah. things can't change. But but right now, I, I don't get the sense that he's he's really that that interested in Penn State. And I think Trout One's going to have to do a lot of work there to kind of change his opinion. He, I think he wanted a Penn State offer long ago. 
Yeah, and I think that we saw that he had earned it. But again, I think we've discussed this a lot too. You know, you go back through the history of Penn State offensive line recruiting, especially the part of it that has led to the situation there and now where if you're enjoying those 66-degree sunny skies on Saturday afternoon, uh, you're going to see that Penn State is quite light on the offensive line this Mm -hmm. spring. What is it? I think 11 scholarship guys on the roster. There's one converted defensive tackle, but from what we've seen, you have some guys that are kind of in and out of the mix. I mean, I just don't see a ton of uh, opportunity. They're going to have basically a two deep on Saturday, and that's that. They're probably going to have to change the way the blue-white game works. So it'll be unique. But anyway, if you go back and look at kind of how we got to this point, some of it is offering guys too early that maybe weren't offer-worthy, and they didn't mm-hmm. end up doing anything at Penn State. And that's not, you know, it's not – we're not pointing at anyone specific or in particular, but it's just a fact of the matter that you offer guys too soon, especially at that position. And they either don't grow like you expect them to, or they get too big or they already maxed out their potential. I mean, the list goes on and on, but it's a position you have to be careful at. And will it lose you some guys Uh, like it, like it could be the case here. Yeah, of course. Um, But it could also save you from getting yourself in a position where a guy two, three years on campus is not going to be able to contribute the way you thought he could. It's just wild to me how like it's April 19th and like probably even five, six, seven years ago, you know, an offer at this time of year was great. Right. Like, I mean, that was like, you're, you're ahead of schedule and it's just, man, recruiting has sped up so much in the last handful of years that, you know, now it's kind of considered a late offer. So I don't want to overthink it too much. It was just one conversation uh, with Tosin, but I, I just, like I said, I mean, I could see him maybe visiting, but right now I, I don't think Penn State's going to be a real player there. Uh, just a couple other guys I do want to mention before we move on from the on 300. Uh, Deshaun Womax, a quality defensive line prospect out of St. Francis. He moved up, let me see, uh, to number 58. He was 204 originally. Uh, and Deshaun performed well at Under Armour. You know, I'd be lying if I say if I said I got to watch him as much as I would have liked to. Uh, Chad Simmons was was really there. He collected a good amount of film, and I, I think that the, that performance had a good bit to do with that. Uh, Tony Rojas, the, obviously the quality linebacker that we've talked about just about every week now from Fairfax, Virginia. He moved up. Uh, what was it about uh, 25-ish? A little more than that. It was about uh, 30 spots uh, from 157 to 125. You know, I, I don't know if Tony's going to end up being a five-star player, but I really do think that he should be considered uh, in, in the top 100 prospects in the country. And, you know, every time I talk to some Penn State sources that I trust, I mean, they, they consistently pound the table uh, that they believe he's a top five uh, linebacker prospect in the country. So uh, keep an eye on his movement. Um, but, but, yeah, aside from that, man, it, it wasn't a whole lot of change in this one. We're, we're going to try and keep these updated every six six weeks or so is kind of the vibe I get. Uh, because we don't like going three plus months without updates because there are always guys. I mean, you're, you're constantly learning, right? So as we saw with this, with, with uh, Olawatosin and, uh, and, and, you know, David Hobbs, there's guys emerging and we want to get them in that ranking. But because of these more uh, progressive, more, more uh, you know, common uh, updates, I guess you would say, uh, you're just going to have less movement uh, than what you would see back when we were with Rivals, for example. And, you know, we did it, uh, what, five, six, seven times a year. And you had massive right. movement just about every time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yep, no question about that. You're listening to the BWI Daily Edition Recruiting Show. As every Tuesday, you'll see Ryan and I here discussing the latest Penn State recruiting news. Obviously, the Blue White Weekend is a big opportunity for Penn State to have prospects on campus, but it's not the only recruiting news that we're talking about. Visitors are one part of the equation, but so too is guys who cut their list after going on visits. And Penn State's about midway through uh, the spring setup here, Ryan, in terms of you know, there were a handful of schools who already finished and had their spring game, and there were a handful of schools that will have theirs either this weekend or after Penn State, but a fair amount of schools have wrapped things up at this point. So you're seeing mm-hmm. a lot of guys who are uh, past the point of needing to take more visits, and they're ready to cut their list, and you had more on two of those guys doing so over the weekend. Yeah, Desmond Umazulu, who actually had one guy I forgot to hit on for the on three. He moved down quite a bit, too. He's another guy I need to learn more on, on why he moved down. He he looked pretty good at Under Armour, so I'd be curious to, to get Charles' opinion on that one. So, um, But uh, Desmond uh, included Penn State in his top nine, I believe it was. Uh, the other schools were Clemson, Georgia, Maryland, North Carolina, Pitt, Ohio State, South Carolina, and Texas. Greg, you talked to him more than I have. Uh, is Penn State going to be a player here? I, right now, I'm kind of not really feeling it. I kind of feel like he might head down south, but uh, he's going to de- certainly keep coming back for visits, and I want to be surprised if it's top five. But uh, I don't know. If you were to make a pick right now, do you think it'd be Penn State? Uh, no, it wouldn't be, and I'm looking this back through my notes here. I mean, he did call Penn State a high contender, Ryan, when we talked, but – He's a quieter kid, and he was a little bit difficult to get a read on, quite frankly. And I think that you're right. There is some definite Southern interest there from him. Um, But to your point, I really do think that Penn State's a school he's going to continue to have an interest in, continue to want to learn more about. You know, he visited North Carolina, NC State, Ohio State, Pittsburgh. Um, I believe he's supposed to visit Georgia and Texas this month if he didn't do so already. I know Ohio State has really formed a nice relationship with him. So, yeah, I I don't know if I would pick anyone right now as a team that is a dominant force in this recruitment at this point. But I would say that I don't feel like Penn State is or, you know, I guess you can look at the good news and say, well, nobody else is either. But, yeah, yeah, you know, for a Maryland guy, I certainly didn't get the sense that he was as high on Penn State as some other Maryland players are. But again, it's April. And I think that's important yeah. to remember that as these visits play out and as guys get back on campus for officials, uh, the way they look at a school or a coaching staff or what have you now uh, can be greatly different by the time June and July rolls around. So we'll see. But that will be one that they have plenty of work to do for sure. Yeah, officials will be massive. And I mean, I always, I'll, I'll always come back to that. I mean, we, I don't want to get ahead right. of myself too much. I just, like, I talked to so many guys and, and, you know, not saying Desmond's one I've talked to a lot, but uh, you just kind of get those vibes from guys, right? And just, that's just not one that I'm like, hmm, okay, I'm feeling it with Penn State on this one. So, um, one other guy who announced his top five or top 10, excuse me, uh, was Jaden Bonzu, the, the safety out of New Jersey. 
He's been to Penn State twice now. Great sign. Uh, already locked in a, an Ohio State official visit. Not a great sign uh, if you're a Nittly Lion fan because uh, the Buckeyes are coming hard. And, and he's, uh, of course, heading down to Georgia. I believe it is this weekend for their spring game. So, um, you know, the Bulldogs are always uh, a massive player in recruiting nowadays, especially in the NIL world. So I'll be curious to see how that plays out. Uh, the St. Peter's Prep Prospect, though, had Alabama, Georgia, Miami, Michigan State, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Oregon, Texas, and USC uh, as his other nine schools. Uh, yeah, th this is another one, man, where I feel like Penn State will be in the mix. But, uh, man, I'd probably lean towards the Buckeyes right now just from reading the tea leaves. But, again, it's April. Official visits will be uh, a massive part of this. And uh, let's see how that Georgia visit goes, too, because I, I think that will have a big say in where he ends up as well. Yeah, and I think it's important to remember, too, that dominoes can sometimes fall in your favor, right? So guys that might seem like they're leaning one way or the other may end up getting shut out at a school that looks like the leader for them right now. And look, now some of these guys we're talking about, they're not the kind that will typically get shut out, but we're also talking about schools that recruit a lot of talent. So time will tell. We'll mm -hmm. see how it all plays out. But, you know, it, it sometimes I guess I would say this, and after listening to what you've said, reading what you have uh, put on the website at bluewhiteillustrated.com and getting to know these two guys a little bit, I think that there are some times when you make a cut as a school and you're just a name on a graphic or a hat on a mm -hmm. table or what have you. And I think Penn State's probably a little bit more than that in each of these. Agreed. But maybe not as – you know, maybe that's a little bit more the case than you'd prefer, I guess, is where I would go with it at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I'm yeah, I'm just – I'm reading tea leaves, man. I mean, we're, we're – right. Running my mouth on YouTube it wouldn't be the first time I'd be wrong, right, uh, if it plays out that way. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, right now I still think Cam Selden, though, is the safety that I, you know, I get really good vibes with Penn State. You know, Salim Warumi is cousin, so he has some family ties. Uh, and, by the way, he's a, you know, critically important Penn State uh, recruit for right. a Penn State staff, so they're going to they're gonna push really hard there. If I, if I was if I had to, you know, pick between Bonzu or Selden as being more realistic for the safety spot, uh, I, I would lean towards Selden at the moment. All right, well, let's get into the last segment here of this week's edition of the Blue White Illustrated uh, BWI Daily Recruiting Show. Ryan, it's uh, again, it's a busy week for visitors, both with guys coming to campus before the Blue White game, and then, of course, on Saturday, Tony Rojas, the four-star linebacker who you mentioned earlier, has rescheduled his visit from last weekend to this weekend, which is a good sign. Any other guys you want to hit on, either on campus this week or coming to town for the Blue White game? You've mentioned a couple, but... Uh, any final ones you want to throw at us here? Yeah, well, we can talk about some guys that were just here. I mean, like I mentioned earlier, Tysier Denmark was just here. Uh, we have him at number 82 in the on three consensus. I, I, like I said, he's number three in the state currently. I firstly feel like Quentin Martin is, is a surefire five star and Tysier Denmark is, is not going to be too far behind him there. Uh, as far as the the top quality prospects, Tysier, of course, is from Roman Catholic. We have him at 5'10", 180 right now, and um, really trying to get a, a better feel for that visit. I'm going to plan to reach out to him again this evening. Uh, Penn State also offered Jalen Harvey on, uh, on uh, was that Monday, excuse me. Uh, he's a, right now we have him as an edge, 6'2", 225. I'm not, I'm not sure if he's an edge or a linebacker. Penn State, from what I could tell i thought penn state liked him as a linebacker but again at that size he'd be a true mike i mean it could def definitely outgrow the position i just don't know if he's tall enough uh to to be a true edge so that's that's a guy i need to learn more about but they did offer him this past weekend uh i like i said the the blue white list i need to sort out still i that that'll probably really get worked out on thursday that's usually when i'm able to, to put that together i will say cameron miller is a, is a quality um well, i think he's only a freshman 
from for Winslow Township uh, in in New Jersey. Uh, of course, Bill Belton is his offensive coordinator, and uh, well, he, he's going to be up coach here. Is there too? Correct. Yes, Christian is the quarterback coach. Not only that, Ajani Shakir, 2023 wide receiver, very, pretty important prospect for Penn State. He just transferred to Winslow. So I think I'm going to have to make a trip there this year to see Cameron and Ajani. And of course, you know, if Hackenberg and, and Bill are, are still on the staff, which I I mean, I know Bill will be. I expect Christian to be back too as well. Um, that, that'll be a good game to attend at some point uh, in the fall. So I think that'll be a player we're checking out there at some point. Uh, but one thing I will add here is just we're starting to really see official visits. Uh, pop it yeah. up now you know I, I talked about i wrote a story this week about kobe keenum he has an official visit locked in for june 10th to, to the 11th um you know really june 10th to the 12th and of course trey on web is set for that weekend as well i wrote a story yeah. last week i mean i'll put it out there now dakari nelson has an official visit locked in for that weekend so uh that that second weekend in june is looking like it's going to be uh, pretty busy for penn state and then we have we have guys lined up for the, the third and the fourth as well uh, you can check out our visit page uh, if you go to uh, you know just our just our website. Click on football recruiting. We have a visit tab there with uh, I have everything uh, marked there for fans to see. But Tamarian Parker is a really good um, prospect from Alabama. Penn State's probably a long shot there. I'll be honest; he's probably going to end up in the SEC. But he's planning to come back June seventeenth. Derek LeBlanc, of course, we talked about him with Todd. He's another quality defensive tackle prospect. He's coming up that weekend as well. And um, there, there's a host of others. But we're really starting to see official visits uh, get locked in now. Jameel Lyons has one set for June twenty fourth, and uh, I expect him to be a Nittly Lions. So that that should take place. All right. Well, stay tuned to BlueWhaleStraded.com for the latest Penn State football and recruiting news. Jamil Lyons, we'll have an update on him on Friday. All the recent and future visitors uh, will be tracked at BlueWhaleIllustrated.com. And you can always join us wherever you get your audio or at YouTube.com slash BlueWhiteIllustrated for both the BWI Daily Edition that's not the recruiting show and the Tuesday recruiting show as well. Ryan, I think we pretty much covered the bases here. I'll give you one final shot at throwing anything you have out there, but we are about done with the latest edition of the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. How about it? Yeah, just have fun this weekend, guys. Enjoy it. It's been uh, two plus years since uh, fans were able to come up here and have a little party on a on a you know beautiful April day. There you go, T Frank. Throw that weather forecast back up there, buddy. That's right. Um, but yeah, no, it's fun, man. I mean, obviously, I mean, for us, it's obviously a busy day, right? So it's not it's not as much fun as it is uh, for all my family members who are coming up here this weekend and and uh, all that. But uh, to fans, man, just enjoy it. Uh, obviously, we're going to get to watch Drew Aller in a Penn State uniform. Everybody's excited about that. Nick Singleton, uh, there was talk that he uh, took one to the house the other day in Penn State scrimmage. There, there's been a lot of positive talks about uh, really a bunch of the freshmen. Caden Saunders, Bo Perpula, yeah. people are raving about. So uh, looking forward to seeing the young guys out there. Zane Durant, how can I not mention him, of course. Uh, and just, just you know, seeing how the team looks. It's, it's. There's a lot of reason to be excited uh, right now with with some of the young talent coming in. And Saturday's gonna be our first chance to check them out. So enjoy it, Nelly Lion fans. It'll be a fun day. All right. Well, for Ryan Snyder and Thomas Frankar, I'm Greg Pickle. You have listened to another edition of the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. Find us wherever you get your audio on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else you find podcasts. You'll find us, youtube.com slash bluewhiteillustrated. And, of course, bluewhiteillustrated.com. We will catch you next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chum. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.